What's up and welcome to episode 42 of What Lies Beneath, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new to hockey and hockey fans looking to have fun. Here's what's happening in this week's episode. Not a lot of Seattle Kraken talk, but we have Seattle Kraken talk. We have a knee update. What's going on with my knee? Do I still have one? You'll find out. Joey watched the Unrivaled documentary. That is the documentary between the Red Wings avalanche rivalry. I cannot wait to hear what he has to say. Kraken stuff. Where are the Kraken ranked in terms of contract efficiency? We have to talk about an awesome hire by the Kraken. Well, actually, a couple of hires by the Kraken. They're doing some things, not player-wise. We'll talk some NHL player stuff and no dumb questions. So let's get to it. Welcome to episode 42 of What Lies Beneath. What's up and welcome to What Lies Beneath. My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. Dude. How are you? I'm all right. You, just, <laughs> you did a good job of shooing your, uh, your uh, Theo, your cat off. You like of that? The, you like the little... He's yeah. trying to mix. You know, like those Instagram DJs that are yes. everywhere right now? Like yes. DJ Sick Kick. Yeah. He was trying to mix on our yeah. mixing board, which is... I, I'm all about it, so... Yeah. DJ Kitty. Yeah, he was trying to fuck with the, the soundboard device that we use to record the podcast. I was trying to get him to come over to me, and of course, he was doing it while we were recording the intro, so... Yo, can you get us more listeners? Yeah. <laughs> more listeners. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm actually... I'm feeling pretty good after okay. the, the knee debacle, which... Um, I mean, we can explain it. You we know? need a, we need an update. Well, okay, so because we've shared it on Twitter, but we need to share it on here. So you've you've really hurt your knee. In fact, when you walked up to my door, there was like a couple of steps. I was legitimately surprised. I was like, "Oh shit, Jeff's actually walking around." I'm like, "Dude, are you good?" Yeah. So all right, let's go back back in time. Yeah. So like uh, 20 years ago, I had oh left, we're going way back in time. I had left knee okay. ACL repair. I tore it. Oh shit! I've talked about this before. We've talked about this before. Somebody has—I forgot who it was—but somebody uh, tweeted a picture when I tweeted this. This is one week ago. Yeah, it's Tuesday, uh, August twenty-third, right? So one week ago, like literally one week ago, I tore my knee up. Okay, okay. But uh, and somebody when I tweeted about it, they put uh, in a picture of a Sebring convertible twenty years ago on the way (laughs) to an STP Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. I jumped out of a car. That's right. That's the story. Wow. My left knee buckled. Yeah, I tore my ACL. That's right. Uh, but then I, I grew up playing hockey, nothing serious, but hockey. And I was, I was actually fat. And so like, you, you tore your knee hopping out of a Sebring. Yeah. Okay. I, I re, I rehab that, rehab that. Right. So then that's good. And then, um, like a, a year later, I tore my Achilles in my right leg. So my legs are really Jesus. messed up. Um, and I got back to playing hockey, all that sort of good stuff. Well, you know, I, I work in social media all day. I didn't think about this until a friend pointed it out to me the other day. I was like, I'm getting older. I'm getting older. And he's like, you're not, it's not that you're getting old. You sit all day. You just sit all day. You don't, you got to yeah. take care of your legs. Like, no shit. So anyway, here's what happened is last week, okay. a week ago today. So I'm coaching my son's flag football team. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I've ever coached anything. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely flag football, which is intimidating to me because I love football, but I never coached it before. So I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. These kids' livelihoods are now in your hands and you're <laughs> like, like, I don't you even know, know what I'm doing. They're well, like, they're, cool, neither like, do we. Perfect. They're second, third graders. So they're, they're, they're athletic. You know, it's not like a uh-huh. bunch of little kids running around not knowing what they're doing. I actually have to have plays, that sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm definitely pumped, but uh, I volunteered Okay. And I didn't know I was a coach until like three weeks ago when they said, hey, we got a new kid on your team. It was a text message. I said, uh, what team? Okay. But they need volunteers. So here I am. So I'm coaching, right? And 
it's second practice last Tuesday night in front of my neighborhood. And there's a little field next to our pool at the front of the neighborhood. All the neighbors are there. No, 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 no. Luckily no neighbors are there. (laughs) Just kids from the team and my son. Um, Okay. And uh, that we have a girl on the team, right? Uh Oh, this is like a little giants scenario. Yeah. So like Like you got, you got icebox showing up first. So here, and uh, let me explain. I'm super pumped to have her on the team. Okay. And uh, first time I've, um, you know, coached, but now I've got a girl on the team. So I'm making sure like, I want her to feel welcome. Make sure she feels she's part of the team. So I didn't think about this is uh, she had to go to the bathroom. Okay. So I'm like, oh crap. Cause typically I just tell the kids to go in the woods, but you know, like I want to, you know, I don't. Yeah. Just right. go do boy things. Just can't do that. Right. To the woods and I don't want to do that. I want to feel. So anyway, there's a bathroom next to the pool, but okay. it's locked. The bathroom's locked. I did not have the key to get into the neighborhood bathroom. Okay. So it's like, you know, mid practice. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to hurry up. I, I'm, I'm not going to call my wife to bring the key up here. I'll just hop this fence mm-hmm. to go unlock it from behind you know, sneak, you know, hop the fence and unlock it. Okay. So I break into a woman's bathroom to unlock it for the kid. The the pool area, (laughs) the pool area. So it was, it was, I wasn't breaking into anything. I just had to get into the pool area to access the bathroom. Okay. So I'm like, I'll just hop. I was all hopped up on adrenaline. I'm like, ah, yeah, it's a hundred degrees. I'm sweating and I'm get to the top of the fence. I'm like, that's just a little high. How high is this fence by the way? Cause I jokingly said four to four and a half feet, but a real, the probably. reality is how high would you say five, five and a half, six? No, no, it was probably yeah, but four. I mean, and, okay. and not easy to get. It's a, it was a, uh, just bro- enough to hurt yourself. Yeah. It's like aluminum fence and it's got the spikes on the top. So it's like, oh, I couldn't just like, yeah, I couldn't yeah. like pull, pull myself over. I had to get up on top of it and then, and hop then, down. And then hop, hop over. Yeah. And I'm an idiot. I'm not thinking. And I, so I jumped down like, okay, cool. This would be not a big deal. I hit the ground. Boom. My, my right knee just buckled. Did it make a sound? I mean, in my head it did. Okay. I'm sure it did. Okay. But luckily they were all locked out and there's bushes. So nobody saw. Okay. But they were waiting at the gate and I was down on the ground for two minutes. And they're like, where's this dude at? Where's coach? Oh, shit. I come hobbling around the corner and one of the dads is like, oh, are you all right? He's like, no, I think I busted my knee up. Oh. So I got, I got to the door. I hopped and I hobbled back to practice and I was just like, oh my God. And practice finished up. And I mean, I could, I, I was hopping on the knee. I was, I was really mad at myself and obviously very worried because I mm-hmm. thought that I really screwed my knee up and I was thinking surgery because I've been through it before. It's like surgery. It's like months of recovery and yeah. I, I just don't have time for that, you know? And so- Wait, so you hung out for the rest of practice, though. Like, mm-hmm. you stuck around. Were you just, like, hanging yeah, out on one no. knee, like, hanging out yes. up against the tree? I was, no, I was, like, standing there. I had to have one of the assistant coach volunteer dads, like, help me around a little bit. I hope nobody ever It was questions. embarrassing, but I was like, you know what? I'm just, I've lost all uh, sense of pride in, 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 in life. So I was like, whatever. So... <laughs> I would never, I would never question your dedication. I'd be like, that dude blew out his knee Hell yeah, in order no. to let somebody into a bathroom. And now he's standing around the sidelines and he's, and he's still coaching these kids. Don't ever question Jeff's commitment. I don't know what I'm doing. I got practice tonight. Although it's, I think it's supposed to be a rain out and we have our first game this Friday. So we're screwed. Yeah. Cause we're the only team by the way, that hasn't played continuously. I got all like this. The, I literally got like the little giants, like all the, the, is it because their coach blew his knee out trying to break yeah, into a probably. bathroom? So okay. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so I go home and Ford, my son, runs in the house like, Dad's hurt. Dad's hurt. <laughs> He's seven. And I'm like, no, no, don't, don't. Ford, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. And, and Meg's like, what? Are you okay? I was like, yeah. I just messed my knee up. I hopped over a fence. She's like, what the fuck were you thinking? She didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, what were you thinking? And she was so mad. And I was like, I, I don't blame. I'm so mad too. Like, I was so pissed. I was so mad. Like, yeah. I was like, I can't believe I did this myself. 
So it was rough. Uh, but the next morning, there's a walk-in orthopedic clinic near my house, which is awesome. Okay. Went in. Do you live like in an elderly folks community? <laughs> like, know, what's going on here? <laughs> I was, hey, look, I just, hey, I've been medically advanced. Medically advanced. There's knee technology's come a long way. Is a walk-in clinic. So I show up. First thing, I was walk-in. They x-ray, no breaks. Okay. Doctor felt the knee. He did the whole, like, chicken leg, the kind of making sure it was tight. I know. It hurt. Yeah. And he like, said, does it hurt? Like, well, now. Yeah, it's actually. Still yes. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, I think you may have a little tear, but it's solid. I think no, we don't have to do an MRI. No structure. I don't think no, no surgery. I yeah. think you're just going to do some physical therapy. I'm going to give you a shot of... Um, like a steroid, steroid cortisone, you, cortisone, there you go. cortisone in the okay. knee. That's the only shots I know. I was Brace. like, if I, there's anything else. But yes. I, yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> there was no alcohol consumed that day. That, that's uh, yeah. But maybe like one glass of wine would have been nice. That's the difference between my two knee injuries is the knee injury from 20 years ago was alcohol induced. This was just adrenaline dad induced. Um, but I, I really, I feel very lucky. And, and since that moment at the doctor's office, I've like, I don't know. I feel very even more positive than I was feeling before because okay. I really lucked out. So over the past six, seven days, um, you know, like I was really crutching it into the weekend. I was wearing, using crutches and a knee brace, but then like on Sunday I started to just like not use the crutches and just walk, walk it out, walk okay. it out. And I've been walking that out now. And last night I felt really good. And today I feel really good. Now I'm limping still. I mean, I can't yeah. move. I have to be very conscious of every step. I'm glad you're feeling good. Cause when you're walking, it's very, it's, you're gingerly walking everywhere. It doesn't to. look that good. That's if why you, I was like, dude, are you okay? If you would have saw me four days ago, three days ago, I've come a long way and I'm okay. pushing through it. My physical therapy starts tomorrow. Okay. And what, this is a, wake up call for me because I've realized is I, I, if I want to walk at my daughter's wedding, right. And I have okay. two daughters. Well, you're thinking, w- you're thinking you went way back in the past. Now you're going way in the future. I have like to, what you're I have doing. to because okay. I, I do social media all day. I work at the computer. I sit all the time Yeah, and I've had weak legs for the longest time. Ironically, I'm pretty fast on skates, but I've had weak le- legs for a long time. And I want to, I want to be in good shape. I, you know, I want to be strong. I want to be able to walk. I don't want to have these issues. I'm not saying I want to be, uh, you know, like one of those Instagram influencer dudes ripped and shit, but I want to make sure that I take care of my legs. So like, okay. I'm excited to push myself through physical therapy. I'm excited to learn how to strengthen my legs, my knees, and really commit to that okay. because I want to, for a year from now, be in a completely different place. So that means like, you know, low impact, if not, you know, not cardio, but doing it in a different way. You can go to the gym and do like the leg press because everyone loves a leg press because you can stack it with weights and look really cool doing it. Uh, and you're going to still get a little workout. I have, I have, I don't care about looking cool anymore. <laughs> I just want to like have strong ass legs so I can yeah. do all the things with my kids. My kids are young. You got to get your steps in, man. I, I gotta, think that's the solution. Everything, so I'm right? working through it, dude. Like it's never okay. been swollen, which is awesome. So you know, so I'm all right. And I appreciate it. You know, you and everybody, uh, on Twitter saying awesome things and supporting, uh, I was talking a little shit, but I was also I, texting oh. you privately being like, Hey man, are you all good? Like I obviously it was a joke. And the only reason why I did is because I you were on top of it first, which is by the way, that's how I think you should handle it. Like oh. you were already like, you know, you did a TikTok video. Like you were like, you were out at, in front of it, making fun of yourself in this situation. I was like, Oh, well if Jeff's making fun of it, then I'm definitely going to hop on this. If I was, <laughs> No, and I, dude, I, I would not, and you listening too, like I want to get shit, you know, like I yes, love, yes, I love yes. it. It's awesome. I, it, it, something's working. You're part of the Kraken pod. So it's good. Yes. I like that. But, um, you know, look, I really lucked out. I really honestly feel very lucky. Did you get lucky? Yeah. I, I've, I've signed from God for me that it was, uh, you know, not meant to be, but you know, really stupid choice. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start
start thinking through no some stuff. No more offenses, man. I got to take care of myself, Too man. Too old for that shit. I got, I got kids that depend on me. I got a wife that depends on me. I got a podcast yeah. co-host that really depends on me. Yes. If I'm not here, Literally, you're screwed. I'm just spinning. I just walk around in circles all if day. If I'm not I'll here, steps you, in, though. Yeah, exactly. Got you listening, legs. you have nothing to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> We're up to nine <laughs> listeners now, so the nine of you, yeah. you know, so I've got, I got a lot of people depending on me, so I got to take care of myself, so. I'm glad you're doing that. Also, I feel like you need to have a conversation with your son Ford about bro code. Because him running in the house announcing it, like, hey, man, um, let me announce it. He is. <laughs> he's got some bro code things. There's been a couple of things. There's been a couple of things. Hey, look, just don't, don't, because he is very, he's a good kid. He's very honest. Yeah. Um, but there's been a couple of things. He's like, you don't have to tell your mom that. Don't tell your mom like, that. Like, hey, dude. Um, Nothing major. But yeah. like, you know, like, d- did he wash his hands before he jammed a fruit bar in his mouth? Uh, mm. Like, dude, you got to wash your hands. Yeah. And he's like. It's like, don't tell moms. Like, I'm not gonna tell moms. It's like, dude, and that's how monkeypox gets started. So, hey, watch kids are back in school. That shit, like, not monkeypox, but like, man, whatever. Yeah, they start passing it around. You have three kids, and next thing you know, the whole house is gonna get sick. Anyway, anyway, in our house, it happens because that's just, it's just, it goes around. Everyone just passes it to each other. Well, you but can't pass around a broken knee, so you that's can't. Good. And I can only take care of it. But I will say this: is if you work on a computer, if you are, what is it? Set it, set entry, set, set it, set sedentary, sedentary. Yeah, sedentary. Right? If you sit around a lot, did you hit your head when you fell? Yeah, no, I'm just stupid. <laughs> no, I actually got smarter somehow. <laughs> yeah. The cortisone really helped me broken, out. but uh, I think I figured but out cold it fixed fusion. the thing that was wrong with my head, yeah. which is great. So that got the offset there, but I'm telling you, if you sit and work all day, like take care of your legs, take care of your legs because when you're, you know, 60, 70 years old, which by that time, you know, we're all going to be living to a thousand because of medical advances. So take care of your legs now, exercise those things, whether you, you got a six pack or not, just take care of your legs, man. Because if you don't have your legs and hop over fences, exactly. And God bless anybody who doesn't have their legs, man, because that made me go like, whew, geez, you know, and, and, and I'm proud of you. So I'll make sure that, uh, I'm I'm looking out for my my, yeah. my no leg people. You got uh, to take it easy, man. I can, I can definitely see you being like all hopped up on adrenaline, being like, I'm just going to jump this fence and go over there and take care of this situation. And then the second it happens, you're like, oh, fuck. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it could have waited. And uh, sometimes I try too hard, right? Too yeah. too hard. Get caught but, up in the moment. Now, I'm proud that I was trying to help help her out and, yeah. and take care of her. And her parents are great. Uh, and her dad's the only dad that stepped up to help me assist, uh, be an assistant coach, you oh, know, so, which is awesome. So, yeah. um, anyway, long story short is I'm, I feel great. I'm excited to go to physical therapy, get this thing going. I'm yeah. walking now, you know, I can pick my daughters up again, which is awesome. Nice. So, good. You know, life is good. So anyway, handicap so for a day and you learned a lesson. How are you? I'm good, man. I just, been, I honestly, like I had, so I was talking to you about this before we started recording, um, I like, I had like my, my first like lazy day in forever. Like I just haven't had any time off at all, even on the weekends. Like I'm always just working on something. Yep. And then Saturday I took like that day off. I was partially hungover, but absolutely. <laughs> it was also one of those things. Like, so I went out the night before and had a couple of drinks with friends. And then I, next thing I know, I'm like, I'm at the casino. So in new Orleans, it used to be Harris and now it's Caesars. So we have a fucking Caesars palace in downtown new Orleans. I'm not a gambler at all. And the friend that talked us into going made it seem like it was this casual idea. Like, Oh, Hey, we should go to the casino and like throw some money around the second that we walk in, like, and they check your IDs. He's like, Hey, I'm a diamond member. I'm going to make sure that my membership is still active. I'm like, you just made it seem like this is a casual <laughs> thing. There's always one in the group. You have a that's fucking like- diamond membership card. And then like, we didn't even make it. Cause I, you know, I'm trying to beeline straight to the bar to get a beer. Yep. Cause I don't want to, I feel weird walking around a casino floor with my, when my hands are empty. I don't know what to do with them. I'm like, no. just put a beer in them. Cause I'm not a gambler. 
Like I'll you, wash the tables and I'll like sip on a drink, but I'm not trying to walk around with my hands free. There's there's three types of gamblers in a casino. There's the gamblers that are the gamblers that are good and professional, and they yes. go and they probably don't drink at all. They yeah. just go win their money and top they, tier degenerates, top right? tier. And then there's the actual, you know, like there's the gamblers who go in to get their free cocktail, free beer. That's me. Put in your hundred dollar worth of beer, you know, money, and yes. then you quit. Yes, which is typically me. Yes, and then there's the degenerate degenerate who's like going to go in there because the Diamond Club member, <laughs> and they're going to convince their buddies like, "Hey, look, here's yeah. a, here's a great." Meanwhile, he's been thinking about it the whole time. Yeah, the he's entire like, hey, time. How about this? We got nothing to do. How about the casino? It sounds yeah. kind of cool. Let's go throw some money around. And then he gets in there. And he's like a pro, that sort of thing. So that's exactly what What's happened. The game? What'd you play? I play blackjack. I love blackjack. And I think the cheapest table there was like twenty five dollar buy in. Shit. And so I took out a hundred. A hand. Damn. You I went prime time though. I took out a hundred. I took out a hundred dollars. And I was like, I'm not going more than this because one, I don't have a ton of money, and two, I'm not a gambler, and I'm not going to win. Like the odds are stacked against me. I'm a fucking idiot. Twenty five bucks inflation. Yeah. Jesus. Well, guess what? Uh, after four hands, I lost. Like boom, 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 and all three of us did. Like we got fucking destroyed. So I lost a hundred dollars in maybe ten minutes. Uh, and I was like, well, this is why I don't. This is sucks. why I don't gamble. But the funny part is, like right when we first walked in. I beeline straight to the bar. I hadn't even ordered a drink. And my buddy, who I found out was the Diamond member, I look over. He's already at a craps table. He's made a group of friends. And he's up like 150 bucks. And they're like already like cheering. So maybe he's a pro then. Okay. Yeah, he's doing this thing. So anyways... A little, a little hungover on Saturday. So yeah, I had a lazy day and it was, uh, it was really nice. I watched a lot of TV. It was awesome. Dude, but I'm, now, you know, now we're back in the swing of things and here we are recording the pod. Please I, get another one of those days for me. Please live one. I will try. It, it did feel really good, but I also, I don't know, man, like as much as I enjoy just lounging around, I can only do it for so long. I get really bored really fast. Oh, I'm like, yeah. all right, this is, I've had my fun. Like I've done, I've been a giant piece of shit today. I'm ready to get up and nah, go. Out. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta rest, you know, take it easy. That's one thing I've noticed with the knee thing is like, I'm not as active. I obviously like I'm not exercising, which sucks. That does. Um, suck. um you know, I gotta make sure I'm not eating a ton of food because yes. it, can get, it can get out of control real quick. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed that I, I, I have more energy, which makes me think like, okay, all right, maybe I need to revisit how I just kind of like live, live life in general. You know what I mean? Okay. So good like for you it. for getting that rest, man. You got to get that rest in. And- I appreciate that. I did do something and I took some notes. I know that you're not going to be surprised by that. So I still, I guess I technically kind of worked. I watched unrivaled. I'm so pumped and I to, needed to talk to you. I needed to talk to you about this. I need to obviously share it with everybody who's listening. Shout out to all the nine people that are. Um, so I watched unrivaled, which is the red wings, Colorado avalanche documentary. And I loosely knew about this rivalry because, you know, I lived in Colorado when I was younger Then I, you know, I went to school out there, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I did, I knew nothing about this rivalry. So I want to share some notes with you that I think others will enjoy hearing as well. And I just want to get your reaction to it. So, and also too, I actually have not finished it. Yes. I've not finished watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Well, so, and I purposefully stuck to things I think you already knew, but were like major uh, shocking points to me. Okay. And just in case too, if you don't know, you know, Jeff, me, um, you know, Joey's from Washington. I'm from Detroit. Grew up with Red Wings fan. This is a Kraken podcast but i talk often about being, my love for the red wings and the kraken yeah well, it's also a hockey podcast too and listen if you are missing hockey like all of us are right oh now God. um do yourself a favor if you haven't watched unrivaled watch it immediately it's on espn plus you can stream it it is it's fucking phenomenal 9.99 a month now espn plus Jesus. oh yeah Come on, man the, or like, seven i don't know anyway, with what, inflation that's like 15 what's anyways. your what's your what are your notes all right from so unrivaled? here we go okay. unrivaled 
Uh, the first note was, so the Colorado Avalanche, they were originally the Quebec Nordiques. Yes. So Joe Sackick, mm-hmm. and like they had a really good team. And like the city of Denver did not know how good of a team they inherited when the Quebec Nordiques became the Colorado Avalanche. A story that I thought was great, Joe Sackick and them, they get to Denver. They're now a part of the Avs. And they're in line at a fucking cheesecake (laughs) factory. This is good. And they are told that the wait is an hour and 45 minutes long. So they send Joe Sackick to the front of the line to be like, hey, I'm Joe Sackick. And we want to eat at the cheesecake factory of all places. Not only did they not know who they were, but they're like, yeah, you're going to have to wait. And they ended up waiting like an hour and a half and then eventually ended up sitting somewhere else. And why I thought that was so funny is because Joe Sackick in the documentary is talking being like, yeah, back in Quebec, they would clear out an entire restaurant for us to eat. Like, there's no such thing as waiting. Denver, no one knew who the hell we were. We couldn't even eat at a fucking cheesecake factory. Which I hate that team. I hate the Colorado. I, I respect them greatly, actually. But I hated that team. So I loved hearing that story of how they got denied from the damn cheesecake factory. <laughs> which is fantastic. Because, although to this day, the cheesecake factory here at the mall. Oh, is, it's delicious. It's delicious. But yes. it's also, it's always packed. It's still packed. It's always, well, it's because it's in Metairie. And now we're, and we can't true. go into detail because no, no, no. no so one that, knows. That is a great story, about. but then things <laughs> things change quickly in Colorado because yes. it's an awesome team and people got obsessed with hockey. Oh, and- now yeah, now if like you know Nathan McKinnon tried walking into a oh, cheesecake well. factory, they would they would clear out the whole restaurant for that's him. That's what's cool about you know the the Colorado Avalanche, you know coming from Quebec is like mm. they adopted a great team. They immediately were competitive. They, they, no one knew literally no one years. knew that was the crazy part. Cause it was, uh, it was the broadcaster of the abs who was still a broadcaster to this day. And he flat out says in a documentary, the city of Denver had no idea the team they were inheriting. Like this team is really good. Like they're going to play for a cup good immediately. And they did. And I love the, um, you know, for me w- watching, re watching that. And I didn't really know that. So it was really cool to learn that about the avalanche. I just love the little story about the cheesecake factory. I just think that's fucking hilarious. Also just picturing like a bunch of fucking hockey dudes in line at cheesecake factory. Like I in would 90s love clothes with uh, like the frosted yeah. tips. Yeah. And yep. like the, the funny Mid-90s looking backwards hats. Or like, and on the, on the, uh, they got like Allison chains on the speaker. Oh, they, yeah. They definitely, like, oh yeah, cool man. Nineties, like a Can't mother. Wait for some cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for some calorie. Like, that's their nice team dinner. It's like them going to cheesecake factory. Just, I love that, it. Back in the mid nineties, the cheesecake factory was like the, it was like the shit. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of options. The menu's fucking 87 pages long. That's so true. That, That's that, true. That doesn't hurt. All right, so the second note I have here is uh, the Red Wings head coach chirping Claude Lemieux from the team's bus as he walked by with his wife and holding his newborn son. I love it. Next level, like, I hate you so much. You're walking by our bus with your Claude Lemieux, Colorado Avalanche, walking by the Red Wings team bus, and the coach is yelling at him in front of his wife and newborn kid. Number one, Scotty Bowman, hardcore old school. Number two, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that Claude Lemieux was such a, 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 a rat, such a dirty dog. I can't believe general, that he got, that he like, probably uh, was like planning to use. He probably wanted to use his wife and kid as a human shield for, yeah, for the he would turtle insults. while like throwing his baby at them. Be like, fight him first. Totally. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe I, he, he's like telling the story. He's like, I can't believe that Scotty Bowman would do that with my wife and kid right there. Meanwhile, he's like, he knew Scotty yeah. Bowman was going to say shit to him. He's like, Hey honey, yeah. bring the baby. Baby, let's walk this way. He's such a turd. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. He would definitely let his like wife throw down first while he like oh, cowered yeah. in the corner. Honey, I'll be right back. 
He's such a bitch, man. Like, listen, I know it's been a number of years, but like I'm watching him talk and him and, uh, oh, help me out here. The dude just followed you on Twitter. No, Darren McCarty. Darren, yeah. yeah. That Darren McCarty, like him and Darren McCarty are talking and like, you know, that was I cool. I don't know if they're friends, but they, they definitely are, are amicable. They put their past to the side, but I'm like, I'm listening to Lemieux talk. I'm like, you're still such a bitch, man. Like you don't take any accountability for anything. Anyways, moving on. True. Um, the next thing that, that stood out to me. Uh, the Detroit, uh, the, their medical staff, when they listed off all of Chris Draper's injuries after Claude Lemieux's hit um, on him, which I honestly believe is probably the nastiest hit ever, like in NHL history, it's pretty up there. And then Claude Lemieux's quotes after the game when being asked about what he did to Chris Draper, and it was, quote, they should be happy that he's okay. They should be happy they got me off the ice because it's what they wanted. He, he, I don't think he, I, I think this he, is just me trying to trigger you by the no, way. No, no, yeah. I am. I am triggered about it. What, where I actually, cause I've already talked about it and I've been triggered plenty of times. It's, it's the guy just, you know, he just, he did his job and he, you know, really rattled the Red Wings and he destroyed, yeah. he literally destroyed Chris Draper's face. Yeah. But the, my takeaway is you mentioned the Red Wings training staff. I grew up watching John Wharton. John Wharton is okay. the guy's name who was the trainer back in the, you know, gotcha. in the run for many, yeah. many years. How awesome did that dude look in the documentary with the, with like the, the grizzled face, the great the yes. beard, yes. the long flowing hair. He looked like, he looked like somebody who just like literally lives in the woods. He built his own house. <laughs> Every night he sings songs to bears on his guitar, he like, does. you know, his, his acoustic guitar. When he hops over fences. He does not get hurt. No, he does yeah. not to this day. He's I'm like, man, John Wharton looks like he, he's who I want to be when I'm 50. So I got a long way to go. Uh, I need to have hair when I'm 50. That's important. You got to, yeah, just got to, we'll, we'll figure out something for you. Okay. Uh, but also, yeah, him and also the photographer was really cool. Cause that photographer was in for like oh, every moment. He got all this in like Red Wings history. And then like they were talking to him and you could see him in like every, like, you know, footage they had. He's like at the corner, like getting his shot. He was fucking awesome. So, uh, yeah, that was another note that I had. Um, wait, what? Oh, sorry. I, I lost it for a second. That's Here right. we go. My next note. I just wrote Darren McCarty is a badass. I fucking love this guy. I mean, he's still rocking a mohawk to this day. If I saw him in person right now, he would be a guy. I'd be like, I can't fuck with this guy. And he's probably what mid fifties. I'd be like, this guy's going to kick my ass. I think he's, he's probably early. I don't know. He, so what's cool is over the weekend, you know, he, he, so, you know, we're part of the hockey podcast network mm -hmm. and we've, we we're friends with a lot of different podcasts, uh, through Twitter and that sort of stuff. And, uh, the grind line podcast. Yes. The yes, Red, yes, yes one yes, of the Red yes. Wings podcasts, they're great guys. And, um, actually I, I ended up winning a contest where they, they gave away Vladimir Konstantinov's book, um, because oh, nice. I donated to help, you know, raise funds cause he's running out of money to take care of his epic injuries. Right. Which is insane. Like they should take care of him for life. I can't America, believe that they, they uh, gotta love yeah. the America. Yes. That's a, um, but anyway, God bless America, but that the medical just yeah, crazy. So anyway, is, uh, you know, he's part of that network of people. So I followed Darren McCarty probably a long ass time ago. Okay. Um, and he followed me back on, on Saturday night. Now yeah. that really, like I had 10 minutes where I was texting you yeah. and I had, that was 10 minutes of like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, like, and it's for me, you know, he's got, you know, 12, 13,000 followers. Like sometimes, you know, I've freaked out in the past where I've had like people with a lot of followers follow me back. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. It's really neat. You know, like, not like I'm sitting here saying like I'm a pretty cool follow here. Uh, but anyway, it no, was, I mean, it's Darren McCarty, man. I'm like, for me, childhood, like, I yeah. watched that after they won the Stanley Cup in 2002. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like, I shook his hand as he walked to the bar because my friend and I followed 
the bus. That's right. To I, Royal I, I, Oak. I do remember this story now. And we stood as they walked into the after party bar, and I remember yeah. shaking his hand. Yeah. And uh, and Harry is following you on Twitter years later. We're gonna we're gonna have to work on getting him on the podcast. I'm, we're like, gonna I'm try. Fucking dedicated. Oh, we're gonna try. We got so many. We're people gonna shoot this. our shot. You know, we gotta we gotta put pucks on net. That's all. That's all we can do. I'm just glad to see that he's doing great. And you know, back in the day, there's so many. You know. Bob Probert was a troubled, you know, uh, enforcer from the Red Wings. He had, he died, uh, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of drug problems, this sort of stuff. And then Dmac, you know, he's just he's just one of those guys that like he's just tough. I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff going on. I, mean, I think he's talked about some demons he's had in the past. Yeah. Um, but he's an inspiration though because he's just the heart and soul, really, of one of the heart and soul players of the the the, the long run of championship teams for Detroit. And you know. When you think of that sort of like Mount Rushmore of Red Wings players from that era where it was just 25 years of great hockey teams, Mm -hmm. he's one of those guys. I can see that. He also strikes me as a guy that like if he were present day on the Seattle Kraken, we'd be head over heels in love with him because he's just like a ride or die dude. And I I, I love that about him. Mail's here. Uh, He is. is, uh, The mail just came flying through the door. door. Holy shit. Uh, But no, DMAC is definitely big, uh, strong turbo vibes. Yes. Very oh, yeah. Big turbo vibes. That's it. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm thinking of. Good uh, Good call on that one. So, all right. Moving on with the notes. Oh, by the way, Lemieux for that hit, he only got a two-game suspension in the finals, and the Avs ended up, of course, winning that series and ended up winning the Cup. But then uh, again, he got retribution by getting his ass beat. And He did get his ass beat in, you know, the best fight in, in hockey history. All right. He so kick-started the, the, He kick-started the, the dynasty of the Red Wings teams. Yeah, no, he absolutely did. Uh, next note I have is Chris Draper not shaking Lemieux's hand in the handshake line the following season after beating them in the Western Conference Final. The whole handshake line thing is the greatest tradition in sports, one of the greatest traditions in sports, but it's also really weird. That's a weird thing. It's like, a I, weird thing. I forgot about that because like they shook after this. The, the, the entire team shook Lemieux's after hand he destroyed- after he literally fucked up uh uh, Draper. Yeah. So Dino Cicerelli, who's talks in the, in the, he's like, I can't, I still can't believe I shook his hand, but it's so, it's a testament to hockey players into the game of hockey is it's so such tradition to yes. forget everything that happened on the ice that they yeah. actually shook his hand. Anyway, that like, that's, that, I'm telling you, Chris Draper, Claude Lemieux, Darren McCarty ingrained forever mm-hmm. in Red Wings, Detroit hockey, Detroit sports history. Yeah. This documentary, we need more awesome documentaries about hockey because this I was agree. really well done. It was really, really good. Yeah, and I agree. And also on an interesting note about about the handshake line, uh, Draper in the documentary says that he thinks that they didn't realize the severity of it because after the handshake line, he was in the locker room. And when they came in the locker room, they saw his face. He said a lot of them got really pissed off. That's where Dino Cicerelli, that's yeah, right. He said that. Because he said that when they saw him, they were like, oh, what the fuck are we doing? And that's when Cicerelli made the comments about, he was like, I can't believe that we're out here like shaking this guy's hand when he's out there like literally like putting this guy in the hospital. In fact, it was so bad, they wanted to hold him there. And Chris Draper's crazy ass flew on the team plane back to Detroit. But then after that, went straight from the plane to the hospital. And he was there for two weeks. They had yep. to wire his jaw shut. Yep, no, so. it's... it's uh... It, it was brutal. It was really, really bad. I remember, remember in high school, you know, watching that stuff on the news. I may have some newspaper clippings from some of that still. It was horrible, man. I remember because there, there was the part where, you know, the trainer was listing off all the injuries, but then they're also like, 
basically what happened is like take like your mouth and put it on um, a surface like a granite countertop oh, and and then basically let somebody oh. run up behind you as fast as curb they can stomp. and then literally and then curb stomp you <laughs> and that is and that is what Lemieux and that's a, you know it's a fucking rough description but that is what Lemieux did to Draper I mean it, it really is so. I'm str- I mean like I'm struggling with like knee, knee uh, I can't I, to this day, I can't watch anybody who gets a knee injury. Yeah, and it just got reignited okay. and bone stuff. And okay. like, I just yeah, like, yeah. We can move I'm on past the injury. I am struggling, man. All right, next next note here: uh, McCarty and Lemieux dropping gloves right after puck drop in 1997, and this is the fight where Lemieux decided that he's not going to turtle; he's going to fight Darren McCarty. And they went at it. 1997. They, they they went at it. It was March. By turtling, I mean like he Lemieux had a thing where he would he would start initiate shit, and then he would literally tuck his head in and go into like fetal position. He would turtle so people couldn't hit him because yeah. he's a bitch. Yeah, and but he but he ended up turtling because they uh, you know Darren yeah, McCarty got his ass, ass beat. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, it just it, it, it's one of those perfect scenarios in sports. You cannot you can't really you know you can't plan something better you can't plan a better story yeah obviously like there's a villain there's a tragedy um you know nobody died but uh at the same time like it was pretty brutal but it it, it just i cannot begin to t- something like this not like this hopefully will happen that you know gets seattle kraken fans together like some incident will happen that unites us in seattle kraken fandom forever where you go like man that was the moment where you know this happened like yeah you know every stanley cup run every great team has those moments where something crazy happened mm-hmm. and then you know they this grow from that and they use that as inspiration um and this was i i mean you kind of can see it you can't understand the feelings i have unless you live through it to know no, how just yeah. crazy that was i get fired up watching it and i don't have like any affiliation to the team like i loosely root for the ass but like i don't really care that much anyways moving on um everybody already knows that uh <laughs> next note here patrick waugh your favorite goalie of all time and chris osgood skating out to center ice on april 1st 1998 and throwing fisticuffs two goalies skating out to center ice and apparently chris osgood is like the nicest goalie of all time like he was like the most non-controversial guy Vernon. ever Oh, Mike Vernon. Vernon. Sorry, I, I wrote no, Osgood. So I'm an what's idiot. What's funny, ironic about that is I made that same mistake like a few months back. Why did I say Osgood? When I was remembering it. Because I did the same thing because he was, you know, Mike, yeah. it, was, it was a tandem. It was Mike Vernon. And in the, That's in the, right. in the right. documentary, he talks about how he never, um, he doesn't fight. He doesn't fight, yes. but his yeah. bro- his brother told him yeah. that if you're go- you throw the first punch, yes, get out there and throw the first punch if you're ever going to be in a fight because that'll like that'll set the tone. It'll set the tone yeah. for things, and I'll never forget. And you'll see it, and you saw it a bunch in the documentary. Is they both started skating <laughs> towards each other. Patrick <laughs> Waugh came out first. Yes, he was ready to go. Right, so he comes out, and Brendan Shanahan who's now the GM of the Maple Leafs. Yes. He jumped into the fray too and helped to kind of spin out Patrick Waugh. I love Shanahan, by the way. He just seems like a really good dude. Just throwing that out there. He, he is, he's awesome. I mean, the fact that he's running the Leafs, I mean, there's a little to that, but he's, he's one of the best. I mean, he's a personality. Um, he just was awesome in the locker room and he played with Lemieux, but, uh, in New Jersey before he went to Detroit and like, they didn't really talk about it. And then they ended up being like some serious altercations together, which is also hilarious. Just like, Again, you can't write stuff better than this. Um, we're almost done here with the notes. Uh, another note here. I just put Vladimir Konstantinov with two crying emojis. And then I said, Jesus, Vladdy returning to Joe Lewis Arena during the Stanley Cup final in, in 1998 and then going out on the ice when they won it and then Iserman handing him the cup. Uh, I mean, that was all-time like, hockey I just got moment. chills. All-time hockey moment. I probably, you know, the, the first 
cup moment for me was when Steve Eisman raised it for the first time in 97 after yes after the the Red Wings vanquished the Avalanche yeah. and they beat um and the this Flyers was, and this was when a, a week later the limousine accident happens yep. and then and yep. then Vladdy gets you know paralyzed from it and then they go back to back championships beat the Flyers the next season yes or the Capitals the Capitals next season and that's when the whole Vladdy moment happened so it was like 97 Stevie Y first time raises the cup holy smokes emotional and then wow 98. I cannot believe this. Yeah. Vladimir Konstantinov, so much has happened. Those two years, I would... Best hockey years for you ever? Best hockey years. Okay. Yeah, I mean, be. they have to be because it's not just you're winning championships, but the storyline is so great. And it's really cool because in the documentary, again, people really need to watch this. Like, I'm not, so good. We're not like giving stuff away. Like, all these facts are out there, but like, it's the it's the interviews and like the getting like the behind the scenes that are incredible. There's they interviewed some of the Red Wings players about them in, in 98 winning the cup. And they said they knew they were going to win it when Vladdy showed up at the arena. They're like, it's over. Like, no. we got this shit. And it's like, you can't write stuff better than it that. It wasn't even a, the, the, the finals were not even like a, a thing. Like the Red Wings were just so the, the 96, 97, 97, 98 Detroit Red Wings were amazing. Yeah. Like on paper, the 2002 championship team, mm-hmm. they were one of the best ever, right? Okay. Russian five, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then 2008 was, was awesome too. They won the championship then. Okay. But that, those two championships back to back, best, best time ever in Detroit Red Wings history. I believe so it. many things happened, mm-hmm. you know, that, that really two, three years stretch before, you know, leading up to all that sort of stuff between the avalanche stuff as terrible as that was. I mean, that was yeah. like glory days. It was like, I was a senior in high school. It was just awesome. You're like peak sports consuming age where you can like, like your life is literally oh, the team roller hockey every night outside yeah. street. Your hockey knees are good. You got good knees. Knees were you all right. Jump out then. of Sebrings. Totally. <laughs> no problems jumping out of Sebrings, which didn't exist at the time. So anyway, well, I'm glad you watched uh, it, man. That's awesome. I got two facts for you. That's going oh, yeah, that yeah. might blow you away. All right. Two facts between 1996 and 2002, the red wings and the abs combined for five Stanley cups and had 20 hall of famers. <laughs> I believe it. Those teams were great. This that might might piss you off. You might already know it though. I did not know it. I mean, I don't know a lot about hockey, but I did not know this. Claude Lemieux is Moritz Sider's agent. He is. Yeah, I didn't know that. How does how does that feel? Um, is that kind of fucking crazy? I'm okay with Claude Lemieux now. I mean, I'm okay with him. I mean, he look. He's one of those guys where he's he's still to this in the documentary. He's still, you know, he did what he did, and he was one of the best, if not the best. You know, not enforcer, but like enforcer pests. Yeah. I mean, he really was probably the best ever. I mean, I got to give him credit for that. Is Think he about did- like if Yanni Gord turtled basically, right? Because Yanni Gord, great at, at instigating fights, but he's not a little bitch, but he will like, imagine if Yanni Gord just turtle shelled. That's basically it. But also happened to be in some scenarios like, you know, playoffs and Stanley Cup finals are like the most insane situations, he, whatever. And he's instigating like things. Nazem Kadri is like one of those guys. Like they do what they need to do. Uh, Marshawn, like they do what they need to do to really screw with the other team. Brad Marshawn, not Marshawn Lynch. Which uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but you know, like uh, I think that uh, to to give Claude the amusement credit, he was one of the best when it came to that being a pest. Yeah, and doing what it needed to be done all the dirty work to get the other team off their game. Yeah. And he did it. Like he, he helped 
he basically won that championship for the Colorado Avalanche. Now there's Hall of Famers on that team, right? But I mean, yeah, but without him, I mean, like he oh, but they literally win. drives a storyline. But also to your credit, like he also ignited the Detroit Red Wings he, because of his style of play. Like oh, yeah. they galvanized around him being such a piece of shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So it's worth the watch if you haven't watched it. Besides, we're still killing time before Seattle Kraken hockey comes around. Yes, and and again. You're missing hockey. We're we're missing hockey, and it was one of those things where you know Saturday, my lazy day, I was like, I really want you know to watch some hockey, and I can't. And I was like, you know what? I never actually sat down. And I watched Unrivaled, and the second that I started, like, it's so good. Like from start to finish, I really, I think it's like maybe two hours long. So I, I just highly suggest if you haven't watched it, please do because it's really, really, really good. Also, two heads up, we're just over a month away from the first preseason game against Edmonton. So Yeah, on the 26th, right? Yes. yes. You, you already got it memorized. I got it memorized. Yeah, so, you. We're yeah. ready. <laughs> September 26th. We are Seattle ready. Seattle Kraken, Edmonton. Yeah we're, yeah, we're a month away from Seattle Kraken hockey. Oh, God. Okay, okay. So, you know, Kraken hockey's on the way. College football is back this nice. weekend. Segways. It is time to enjoy the tradition. It's back. DraftKings Sportsbook is ready to rock. You should be ready to rock too. Make sure you download it to celebrate the best time of the year. Well, second best time of the year when it comes to sports. New customers can bet just five bucks on any team, get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can place a same game parlay for a shot at even bigger payouts. Uh, combine multiple bets into a one like which team will get the win, which team to score first, all that sort of good stuff, right? So, you know, tons of games going on this weekend. It's back. Like fall sports is back. The feeling is back. You could win some money too. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, THPN. Bet five bucks on college football. Get $200 in free bets instantly. Code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. New York, 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW YORK. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit, wager, and $200 issued as eight. $25 free bet. So there you go. All the details in our show notes too. So thank you to them. We have taken a little bit to get to the Kraken reaction, but we do have some Kraken stuff to go over. So let's get to it. A quick Kraken reaction. So the Seattle Kraken are just about a month away from playing some preseason hockey. That 33 means, days, but who's counting? We got some training <laughs> camp going on, which is cool. We're excited about that. Um, we're still, you know, trying to break down everything we can about the Kraken, although, like, we've done it all. Everybody's done it all. Um, we just are ready to see some, some play on the ice. But the Seattle Kraken have gotten their rankings as far as their contract efficiency. Yes. So that means what I can tell, and Joe, you can lead the way on this, is it means, like, the, how have the Kraken done in terms of like yeah, how managing do you their contracts, yeah. money, getting the most bang for their buck? Where do they sit with the rest of the pack? Yeah, it's like, how do you spend your money, right? Like, how good do you budget? So the Kraken are basically middle of the pack. They have them ranked 15th. And so I'm just going to say the bright spots and the nights and the not so bright spot because, again, so this is an article from The Athletic, and I actually thought their not so bright spot was kind of like, I don't know, I disagreed with it. So their bright spot 
Jared McCann. So his contract, five years, uh, 25 million, you know, so 5 million AAV. Um, yeah, he's overperformed. Like Father Canner has been one of the one of the better players for the Seattle Kraken. He's going to outperform his contract. Other forwards cannot really say the same. Uh, not so bright spot. And this is where I was like, yeah, not only do I disagree, but also this is kind of a slap to this player's face. And I hope that he actually sees this and uses it as motivation because if I were him, I would. Yep. Uh, Adam Larson, they called out, which I thought was really interesting. I'm just going to quote it here. It says, quote, he simply is not the player many believe him to be. He is as one-dimensional as it gets in terms of stay-at-home defensemen, and even that dimension is fairly overrated. He is the biggest thing dragging the Kraken down. He needs that entire thing on a t-shirt. I would print that shit out and put it in my locker and be like, I'll fucking show you. Dude, he is the only guy that played every single game for the Kraken last season. Like he is, he is. And now I'm, you know, I'm not doing like, you know, play on words here, but he is like the anchor of the team. Is he not like we, we love Adam Larson. We were talking to uh, Brandon Seeley of the 32, the 32 crew founder, the captain. He picked him as dark. I still think it's going to be on a guard, but you know, he, uh, he picked Larson and he also loves him too. So I don't know. I think the Larson, and slander here is a little unnecessary. And if I'm Larson, I'm printing this shit out and I'm putting it in my locker. Clickbait. And yeah. Clickbait. Just and trying to get people to click on it. Every time I'm lacing up my skates, you know what I'm doing though? I'm looking at that quote. I'm going out there and I'm smashing someone's face in. He is the biggest thing dragging the Kraken down. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. If okay. I'm if I'm hack, I'm printing that shit out. I swear. I, I really I hope am. so. You yeah. should because you need that, man. You got to fight. And now as a, a professional coach, because I'm coaching flag football. Yeah, exactly. I would do that. As a, as a professional coach, is there anything else that you would do to motivate of a Adam Larson, would you print this out? Would you make it a T-shirt? Would you make all the teammates wear Juice one? Juice boxes. Juice. That's, the, <laughs> that's the level of man. Bathrooms that are unlocked. Yes, unlocked. That helps. Access to bathrooms and juice boxes. There you go. They okay. go hand in hand. Actually, I like it. We gotta start taking your uh, your little uh, you know coaching taxes for flag football and apply them to the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, I think, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm a hack. I'm available for the uh, you know long distance uh, coaching. If you can trade out some um, orthopedic work, <laughs> that'd be great. Get with, the, get with the trainers. The Seattle the Seattle Kraken in general, I get a vibe is that like we're we're let's like make we can make our own season. Like we're not, we're not looked at as and I'm, I'm combining all thoughts this is a vibe podcast so the vibe right now from national media across the country is like Meh. half the people still don't know anything about the Seattle Kraken and the other half are like okay they're yeah. better yeah. so that kind of puts me that we're in the middle I think yes, we I move out of the bottom half well, not bottom half but like we're in the middle of the pack so no, we're bottom feeders remember well we were yeah. <laughs> not no more not no more. Shout out to Biz Nasty so, for calling us that and starting a whole like see, week long good Twitter coach, fire. Good coach. Gets yeah, us yeah, fired yeah. up. I like it. Good job, Biz. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, so we're talking about the team, but the, the broadcast team's getting a lot of off-season uh, input here. Your a lot of work. They are on point. Ah, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm in a good place. I know. The knee like injury. Knee's feeling good. You're getting focused. more rest. I, I offered you. A, I offered you a nice body armor orange mango. You said I don't need that shit, and then you threw it across the room. <laughs> I did. I hit Theo. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you did. I did not. We Nothing. do not endorse. <laughs> we not do not endorse, endorse cat uh, abuse. abuse here at all. No, with the with drinks. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Allison L hired full time by the team. Uh, she's fantastic. Analytics with Anna, Allison. She's, yes. Yes. She kills it on Twitter. Yeah. Um. This is really cool. This is some of the news that came out in the past couple of weeks about the broadcast team. But she's now full time with the Seattle Kraken broadcast team. 
So she, no bullshit. Like this isn't, you know, me trying to play kiss ass or anything like that. No, no, she, you had a crush. I think you're like a, like, I have a little bit of a crush. That's a little sexist. A little bit so of do a you crush. have like, yeah. you have, you kind of have I, like, I, a, I, have, I have man crushes too. So, you yeah, know, it goes both true. ways. I crush, I crush equally. So no, um, she is like what I have to give her. What I was, what was going to say is I give her a ton of credit because I, I don't know. I can't speak for you and I'm sure you'll give uh, your input here. Allison single-handedly taught me so much about the game of hockey, not just like with the Seattle Kraken, but the game in general, because the analytics with Allison's segment that they started doing and the things that she tweets out during the games, that's the kind of stuff that I love because she breaks it down in a way that's easy for a moron like me who just started watching hockey and is really getting into it to understand. And I also have to give credit to Bob Condor. So he's the senior producer for the Kraken and he's the one who's building like the digital team. And he brought her on dude. She, I didn't know this. And and, and I'm giving credit uh, also here to sound of hockey because they did a a really good article on her. Uh, I did not know that last year she was doing freelance work in Columbus, Ohio. And then they were like, hey, do you want to join the Seattle Kraken? And, she, and she's like, okay, sure. And then they have her on part-time. And then JT Brown gets COVID. She fills in for JT for four games. And, you know, no fucking pressure. She's sitting next to John Forslund. And she's never done on-air uh, color commentary. And now she's doing it with Forslund, who's, who, by the way, you know, he seems like the nicest guy ever. Who's like, yeah, she did a Dude. great job. And now guess what? Now she has a full-time gig with the Seattle Kraken. And she's such, like, an important part of the team. I'm just super pumped on it. And I have to thank her. Um, and you know, hopefully we get her on the podcast in the near future. We can, you know, thank her, uh, you know, while we talk to her because she's, she's been such a big part in us learning the game and other people learning the game. And she just seems like an all around good person. So she deserves all of it. Couple things is sound of hockey. Great. Po- just all around great podcast. Great. You know, they just cover everything. So they really soundly up and down Seattle crack and we're a vibes podcast. We get a little out there. We have a lot of fun. These guys are just like, all they're fun, but they just do a great job. So this is an awesome article. Yeah. They know a lot more than we Allison Lucan. Like she, so I've, I've, I saw, you know, watching the Kraken through the season, I saw that you really dug her. I yeah. dug her as well. Yeah. She does a great job of, and I can tell you, I, I, this sticks out to me is like when, when we first started doing this podcast, you started to kind of explain Washingtonians for, to me as in terms of sports, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You guys are um, very over analytical. Like you told, you yes, kind of no, very, this is true. <laughs> but like with data, though, like very into data, very yes. into stats, very over analytical, and looking at all these stats. And I was like, okay, I think Joey really digs Alice and what she's doing because she does a great job of like using all these like awesome, amazing stats, the data, the data, the day. But she still delivers it in an awesome way. Where yeah, whether you know everything about hockey, um, unlike me, or you just starting out in learning about hockey. Yes. You know, like either way, no matter what, like she just does a great job of communicating that sort of stuff. So I agree. She's integral to this rounding out this awesome broadcast team, the digital team. Yep. Very sneaky. Good. Very underrated in terms of not sneaky anymore because they caught on to that shit really quick. And then, you know, she crushes her assignments and now she has a full-time gig, which she deserves. We also have to say she all, she has her own podcast, too many men, which by the way, clever title, because it's, it's three, it's three hosts, co-hosts, whatever. They're all female, but you know, too many men on the ice. Ha ha ha. It's a great name. Uh, It's also on Dan Lebitar network so i'll have to check that out i have not listened to her podcast but i'm gonna check it out listen to it today shout out to allison and her too many men and and her co-host and just everything she's doing in general but also i'm glad that you're staying with the organization because selfishly i want more analytics with allison i love you know when somebody can explain things to me uh like the idiot like five-year-old that i am so thank you allison she's great and um you know i totally just agree that she's just uh fantastic and i'm 
definitely going to listen to Too Many Men and subscribe to her podcast. So uh, thank you for subscribing to ours as well. I appreciate it. Another thing too is the Olchik family. Yes. Everyone, the entire, uh, Ed has completely, he's moved his entire family apparently to Seattle. Yes. They have bought like a huge acreage. Um, apparently. Are you stocking them? Are you doing a, are you doing like when college football stocks, like the airplanes, no, the private planes of coaches? Are you stocking? Facetiousness. Yeah. Facetiousness. <laughs> okay. I was like, all, you contacting realtors in this. Facetious. Facetiousness. Facetious. Yeah. Whatever. Right, we're, we're getting in the depths. Yes. Just stocking realtors online to see where Eddie is buying his house. Jared, the guy who always <laughs> gets us for, take, take a drink whenever we screw up. He's wasted right now. Yeah, he's hammered. Uh, thank you, Jared. Yeah. Uh, but no, the old, the old chicks are, uh, the entire family is basically living in a commune underneath the Space Needle. Yes. And they have now all, they're all in on Seattle because yeah. Nick Olchik, he just now signed on to be part of the broadcast team with Seattle Kraken in the past couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, his dad, there's old chicks in the, in the coaching you know, regime. Mm-hmm. There's like old chicks everywhere and I'm all about it. They see, they're like savvy real, uh, real estate, savvy wall street investors. They know Ooh, where the money's going to go. They like know that. where the attention is going to go. I like they that. know that they're in early on the Seattle Kraken and it's going to pay dividends for Nick and okay. his career. Obviously Ed, Eddie O is, uh, you know, he's got it, but he's bringing the money. He's bringing the, the old chicks to Seattle, okay. which should totally be some sort of Netflix show like the O's in Seattle or, putting the O in Seattle or O face in Seattle or something like that. What do you think? I know. I'm trying to think of something clever. I like O face in Seattle. I like that one a lot. Probably they should definitely live like in a compound. Like you mentioned underneath the space, you know, but it's disguised as a homeless encampment. So no one fucks with them. Yeah. Fit right in. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, wait. We're trying to get some of these old chicks on the show. We should not make too many jokes about Seattle and all that sort of stuff. But here's what I'm thinking, though, is this. There should be... Nick, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, Nick, shout out to you, man. Um, You should totally pitch to, like, Netflix or somebody, maybe Paramount. You know, they need some help. Uh, One of those apps. real talk. Yeah, so, like, wherever the the hockey stuff is, uh, pitch some sort of... Maybe start a TikTok account. Mm. The old chicks in Seattle... And it's literally just we like, can't even we, we can barely get hockey people on Twitter. TikTok, I feel like is pushing it. If they're oh, on Twitter. They're doing great. No, hockey talk is pretty good, dude. Uh, but I'm telling you, Nick, pitch that. Start recording like and just the whole family living in Seattle doing Seattle cracking things like that's your thing. Just just video nonstop all day long. I will subscribe to that in two seconds. So this family. All right. So I don't know. I, I don't I know would, much. I would pay that. Month. All right. There you go. We're, we're just pay- for the old chick account. Well, we. I don't even know if I should mention this. We have exchanged DMs and we'll hopefully in the future in this season can make some moves happen. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, he just heard us talking trash. Son of a bitch. He just messaged us. He said, how dare you? No, he somehow heard us recording this live. I know. Even though we're not connected to any broadcast equipment. I don't know what's going on, but, um, that is really cool though. Like, no, it's great. But what I was going to ask you is, we don't have to go into too much uh, detail here, but their family legitimately is hockey royalty. This Absolutely. is a really cool thing oh, that's no happening here for them to relocate from Chicago to Seattle is a really big deal. Um, what sticks out to me is their love for Chicago, uh, Eddie O and, and Nick. Um, you just see a lot of like, they, like, they had like their own tributes that they did. You know, Chicago will always be home. Uh, you know, moving over to Seattle. So, you know, this is a big freaking deal. I mean, uh, them coming over is huge. And what really stuck out to me, and now I'm just talking about like strictly the broadcasting team. It's interesting how they're going to do Forslund, Eddie O and JT Brown. Like, so they're doing like, like the hat trick of broadcasting. And I'm like, okay, how is this going to work out? Obviously they have a plan in place. 
I don't know. I just feel like three team broadcast can be a little bit more difficult, but maybe it gives them some flexibility. I mean, you got to have, you know, John's the play by play. You got Eddie O as the color guy. And then you got JT yeah. probably moving more to like features and like, yes, you know, on ice type stuff. But I mean, I, maybe it could be totally wrong. I have no clue. Maybe they're going to go with the three headed monster, which would be awesome. That'd be sweet. I just can't wait to hear their voices, dude. Like talking that about weird, like dragon meme where like one looks angry, one looks confused, and the other one's smiling. Like that's them. Wait. Oh, Dude, we got to make that. I got, no, 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 no. I got a name for Nick. I got a name for Nick for the show. He's going to hate House us. Of Ol- <laughs> House of Olchik. Like House okay. of Dragon. Oh I, oh, I, oh, I do like that. And all, also, by the way, Olchik does sound like a serious Game of Thrones name. Seriously. Olchik House, House from the House of Olchik. Of Olchik. Oh, my God. Did you watch House of Dragon? I'm DMing Nick right now. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. How to tell him he's going to unfollow us and be like, don't totally. give me advice. He's like, guys, I'm moving. Stop texting me names. Uh, yeah. You just text me house of old chick. And then you sent me a meme uh, probably, from Daenerys Targaryen. He was so nice. He like, because <laughs> we followed him. He like, he, he said, he said, he's like, hey, thanks for following. And he was like, if I can ever help you guys out. It was cool. So like, we asked if we could be on the podcast. He said, yeah, maybe in the future episode, like the nicest dude in the planet. Yeah. But I'm sure fact, like, it was so nice. It was intimidating somebody, where I was like, I had, I feel like I had to match the niceness. Somebody was like, probably like, hey, uh, Nick, we saw you follow that. Uh, what lies? beneath the yeah. Kraken pod podcast. Maybe you should, maybe you should, uh, maybe you should stop uh, following those guys. Yeah. Just, just let you know. Like, like you don't oh, want, like, have you listened to the He's depths? painted into a corner now. Yeah. We have him. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> like you already agreed to it. Like I will screenshot the DM. That's a contractual obligation. That's how we work. Oh yeah. We got him. Yeah. Okay. All right. House of old chick. I'm totally writing that down. <laughs> we are going to do that. That's going to be fantastic. Okay. All right. I love it. All right. All right. House of old chick. So uh, that would be the podcast title name. Just put some extra pressure on them. Here's what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to say something about this. I- I'm going to, uh, plea to you, pitch to you is like, this is going to be terms that like sometimes uh, back from back in my radio days, yeah. when you didn't have space for commercials, like you didn't sell ad space, uh-huh. which means like nobody liked your show and wanted to spend money for commercials on it. Yeah. That's where you had open ad space areas for PSAs, public service announcements. Got it. And this is where you would like, which should be much more important, the commercial, but like read community service notes and like, oh, don't forget to, you know, to call the uh, knee injury hotline. If you ever <laughs> like public service announcements. Don't but, like, have an orthopedic office in your neighborhood. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. We're in the depths of summertime. We don't have a no dumb question yeah. for this week. So this is where I'm going to do a PSA, a public service announcement about no dumb questions. No dumb questions is a segment on our show where if you were to have any question whatsoever and maybe you felt dumb about it, like I should know this, I'm a hockey fan or I've been watching hockey for a year and I should know this, but you don't. If you went to other podcasts and said, hey guys or girls or ladies or whatever, what what's up? With this question, can you answer this question for me? They might laugh in your face. They might literally like yeah. just like turn on their mics, laugh, and shut them back. Like, off look again. at these idiots over here. Spool. Why don't you go listen to some more analogs with Alice, and then come back and talk to go us? Go listen to that Kraken Pod podcast, which is exactly what we want, right? Yes, we totally want that. So, if you have a no dumb question, you need to share that with us. Ask us anything, anytime. We'll find the answer, no matter what it is. If we don't know the answer, we'll get it for you. But we accept any and all questions in a segment called no dumb questions so hit us up in the dms on twitter at kraken pod make sure you're hitting that up email us fucking whatever you know like just get Do you, if you have email? questions i don't we have the yeah we have oh I mean, good okay yeah, yeah good. we I'm have just, an email I'm, i really literally don't need to start doing no that. it's it's linked with like with everything that we do like just go on our facebook twitter or whatever i think it's just seattle kraken podcast at gmail.com and now i'm gonna second guess myself but i'm right. pulling well, it up now i do want to say this is we have a new sponsor for the no dumb question segment. So we need to have some help here. We have a sponsor for this week, at least it's Raycon wireless earbuds. This is legit. 
This is actually legit. Yeah, we're not making this up, we're guys. We're not <laughs> making it up. We're People not. are like, are they still in the depths? With, are they making up ad? No, no, this is a, this is a real sponsor. All right, so here, here's what you should do, okay? So you obviously, you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Kraken Pod. You should totally be listening to podcasts on your Ray, Raycon wireless earbuds, okay? They look, feel, sound awesome. They're fantastic. Great option. Optimized gel tips. They fit in your ear perfectly, right? They're very, very comfortable. And this is the most important thing is like, they don't move around. You know, you have to like other, you know, pods, buds you have to put in your ear. Let's like, go ahead and I can say AirPods. One fell, out, one fell out yesterday. They move around. They fall out. Yeah. Well, the Raycon earbuds do not. Okay. These wireless earbuds do not. They are gel fit. These are like hockey skates. These are like ice skates. Okay. Eight hours of playtime, 32 hour battery life, which again, that's insane. Impressive, right? Yeah. And also too, half the price of the other premium audio brands out there. So if you are looking to level up, right, you got the right fit, you got the battery life and the price is right. Raycon's everyday earbuds. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Here's what you need to do to do, get yourself a pair of these, right? You can go buy, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN. So buyraycon.com. Now Raycon's R-A-Y-C-O-N. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. And you'll get 15% off your Raycon order. Boom. Okay. 15% off. Just use that code THPN. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. 15% off, go buy those and let them know that the Kraken Pod sent you over there and then you can listen to this, whatever this show is, yeah. in, this, in the best way possible. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we'll send us some photos. Email us, and it is Podcast at gmail.com. And then oh, you good. can send us I'll a photo of rocking your Raycons and being like, wow, I thought your podcast sounded good before. Now it sounds great, and I got 15% off. Thanks, Jeff and Joey. And we'll be like, you're welcome. Think we fuck around? Um, hey, okay, on my to-do list, Raycon earbuds, fixed knee. Um, yeah. I need to <laughs> that should probably be flipped around, but check I, like, email I address, like how Raycons came first. Do that sort of stuff. Start yeah. planning for Seattle Kraken hockey. Yes. Looking at you, uh, September 26th. Which, by the way, I was looking at dates. Yeah. I was looking at dates, for, and um, I can't pull it off. I'm actually going to Denver in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you, so have the, you have the speaking gig. I need suggestions. I'm going to yes. speak at a bank marketing conference. If Sounds you're be there. boring as hell. It's good. No, it's actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm there. I'm doing hey, a workshop. guys, let's talk about checking accounts. No, I'm doing a workshop on video. Yeah. I'm doing video. I'm getting people. Come on, man. Help me out. Jesus. Welcome uh, to the Wells Fargo fun time. But I need, I'm staying downtown, so I need some places to go. Oh, I got you. But I also, I want to go over to where, you know, the arena is. Yeah. Ball, and, it's now Ball Arena. You I know. I was like Pepsi. thinking like Pepsi, you know, yeah. Pepsi Center, but, uh, you know, Ball Arena, like, will a cup be in town that day by chance? I don't know. That's a good question. You know, early we gotta, September. We got we to gotta stalk the keeper of the cup and see what the deal is with know, this I'm thing. Check his hair and see where he's at. So, by the way, I have a random friend yeah. uh, who I was talking to uh, like a week or two ago who has drank beer out of the Stanley and he wanted to share that with me. What? Yeah. Uh, his, how did he do that? His wife is like some exec for like an insurance company. Oh, like State Farm. And when the blues, Does she know Jake. She she knows Jake. Uh, confirmed good guy. Well, he's a guy. The so. two. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was like good, that? dude. That was sneaky. That was, that was sneaky. Um, and uh, so long story short, uh, when the Blues, because they live in St. Louis, when the Blues won the cup last, State Farm is one of the big sponsors for the team. And so they got invited to a players only party with like a couple of the sponsors. And my buddy ended up drinking beer out of the Stanley Cup. Come on. I know. Is he a hockey fan? Oh, he loves it. Okay. And, I, and I was like, okay. wait a second, dude. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, listen, 
I have done some things in my life. I should never have been. He's like, I was in a room with people. I should never, I like, I had no business being there, but while I'm there, yeah, I'll drink some beer out of the fucking Stanley. I'm like, yeah, I would do the same thing. No, I was just thinking like, you know, that scene in Indiana Jones and the last crusade. Yeah. Where he chooses the, the, the Nazi chooses the wrong. Yes. Um, Holy grail. Yeah. And now he gets his face melted. Yeah. He like, yeah, he turns into dust. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, that's what, if you're not a hockey fan, you drink beer out of the Stanley cup. Mm -hmm. That's what happens to you. I've seen mm. it. I've seen it on video. I believe that. Yeah. It's like, don't do it. It's instant death. Yeah. Also, this podcast just might be our secret, not so secret ploy because we just want to drink beer out of the Stanley one day. We oh, just want to get like when that day happens, we'll have one last episode. Be like, that was it, guys. We we, we, we will not get any higher than this accomplishment in life. We have drink beer out of the Stanley. We okay. were we're done. So how about this is we need to go look at who are like the major sponsors in some of the some of the uh, major sponsors of hockey teams in cup favorite cities. I've already done that. I will then. Not even joking. Are you serious? Yeah. And then I need, then <laughs> we need to get sponsors for this podcast and or my social media agency. I'll cut you in. Yeah. We manage your social media. Mm. We got to get that contract. Yes. A couple mil. Yep. Then we have access. So when it's time, yeah. they win the Stanley Cup. And guess what? Guess who's there? Jeff and Joey. And guess what we're doing? We're drinking beer at the Stanley. What would you want? Would you drink beer? What would you be drinking out of the Stanley I would cup? drink beer. Yeah. I feel beer is very appropriate. But That's you could turn that thing into a giant gin bucket. That would be sweet. And then get turkey basters and everyone just gets basted. Get basted with the cup. Yeah. Get that, get that website right now. All right, cool. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get basted with the, dot, the cup.com. That's our goal. We just start a campaign. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's time to wrap this up. The depths. The, we had a whole episode of the depths here. This is fantastic. Uh, thank you for listening. We are so ready for Kraken hockey. Hopefully next episode we have more Kraken news. But uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you again for all the concern about my knee. Joey, take care of your legs. We don't need two in knee injuries. Take okay? care of your chickens. Take care of yourself. Yep. Exactly. Um, make sure, if you can, leave us a review. Give us that five star wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow us on Twitter. We really appreciate it. We are starting to crank up more of the TikTokies. So go to TikTok. Follow us at, at the Kraken Pod there as well. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. So, Joey, have an awesome week. We will still leave you with our chirp of the week. I don't know what Joey's going to pick, but it's going to be fantastic. A chirp is when players in hockey talk trash to each other on the ice. It's hilarious. And this is the Kraken Pod chirp of the week. There's things that happen in hockey. And there's, there's worse things that have happened than that, and there'll be worse things that happen again. But, you know, and I don't think any player in the league is trying to injure another one. But all we needed, all, all could all have been put away, you know, if you would have said, be sorry. And that doesn't take much. 